Welcome to Health Club with Julia. I'm your host, health coach, and registered dietitian, Julia Campagna. I'm on a mission to bridge the gap between looking your best and living your life to the fullest. After years of over-dieting, struggling with disordered eating, and destroying my social life, I finally found how to reach my dream physique without sacrificing the things I love. Now I'm sharing all my strategies and education with you. We'll be talking all things health, including hormones, metabolism, and lifestyle to help you cut out the confusion and start living. So get cozy and join the club. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Health Club with Julia podcast. I'm so glad you are here. I This topic today that I'm talking about, I feel like could be a little controversial. Actually, you know, if I put out a poll or if like I put this out in the world, which obviously I am, it's on today's podcast, but if I put this out there, I would guarantee that most people would agree with me. However, I have thought about this topic years ago. I had this discussion with somebody probably a year ago and I had said at the time, like, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to put it out there. I just want to see what people say. And I never did because I feel like I was nervous for lack of better term. Like, I don't know if nervous is the right answer, but, or the right word I'm looking for, but I was nervous to say anything because I thought that it could be controversial and people would come at me. And just recently, I heard a real sound and it literally was exactly what I was thinking about a year ago. And I was so happy to hear that sound. And I was like, okay, I got to talk about this. Like it's time. People are actually like, somebody's put it out there already. It's time that I talk about this. So without further ado, today's topic is answering the question, is it really diet foods? And the fact that our society eats so much junk food that eating real food is considered dieting. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. I don't know if you've ever heard somebody say this or heard the real sound that I'm talking about. But it is crazy how in America you quote unquote diet and when you're on a diet, it's actually eating real food. But we consider that diet foods because of how much junk food we consume. And it's no surprise that the obesity rate in America is 41.9%, almost 42%. That is crazy. That is wild. That is a high number. And it's also no surprise that we have all of these health concerns, diabetes, hypertension, and heart attacks, and all of these illnesses when you just look at the American diet and it's just, it's not shocking to me at all. And we've strayed so far away from the foods that we were meant to consume that now when we consume them, we think it's boring, it's dieting, it's not fun, it's a punishment. And that really shouldn't be the case. That is what we were made as humans to consume. And we've strayed so far away from that, that it's hard for us to get back to those roots. And that's just It's just wild to think about. Again, I don't know if you've ever heard anybody talk about this or thought this way, but when you really break it down like that, I think that it's so crazy. Yeah, I'm just at a loss for words for that. But that's what I want to talk about today is this discussion around is it really diet foods or is it just foods that we can consume or we should be consuming and how you can improve your nutrition habits. So 
we're going to start with, we're going to start there. So like I said, the Western diet is made up of more junk food than real food. And that's crazy to think about. So whenever you say, quote unquote, I'm on a diet, do you realize, do you realize that the foods that you eat in a diet are things that we are supposed to be eating? The things that we are supposed to and made up to eat, the things that give us nutrients and vitamins and minerals to function. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that. And when you think about it, we've even glorified healthy junk food. When you think about all like the healthy junk food that is out on shelves nowadays, or not even that, when you think about all the quote unquote healthy foods, especially in the fitness niche and like the fitness space, it's really just healthy junk food. Protein bars, protein powders, that is a lot of the times junk food. A lot of protein bars are junk food that have made to be seemingly healthy. But when you look at the ingredients, when you look what's involved in that food, it's nothing real. For the most part, there are some like quote unquote protein bars that are made up of real foods. I get that. But a lot of the, again, more like fitness space specific protein bars, and if I'm going to name a few, might as well, like one bars, um, even, (laughs) I hate to say this because again, I am somebody who used to market for these people a lot, but first form, there's a lot of junk food in their protein bars or just junk in general. Um, All like the big top name brand, Bear Bells. I was affiliated with them. It's kind of glorified junk food. Um, Pretty much any fitness supplement brand that you can think of, most of the time their protein bars, even their protein powders are going to be made up of junk and not real food. And we think that that's so healthy. And yes, like even for my clients, I'd recommend, you know, have a scoop of protein powder if you're struggling to hit your protein. But the recommendations I give are ones that are actually quote unquote clean ingredient protein powders like ProMix. That's the one I use. They have like nothing in their protein powder and it's great. And I would recommend that only if you're struggling, but I don't even have protein powder hardly ever anymore because I've just focused on getting the real food source. So that protein bars, protein powders, we've labeled it as healthy when most of the time, not super healthy. And so if you're somebody that thrives off of having a protein bar or a protein powder every single day, we'll reevaluate. But I'll talk about how you can improve your nutrition habits in a minute. Also, protein chips. This is like the newest rage of, I feel like 2023. This was a big thing. Quest protein chips. Um, there's other brands of protein chips now. And it's just like, you slap protein on a label and it's considered healthy. No, those are still chips. They're still made up of junk food and not whole foods. And it's glorified junk food. Like you think that it's healthy because they're protein chips, but they're still chips just with a little bit of added protein, not from a whole food source. So still not great. And the one that baffled me so much was, I just saw this recently, probably a month or two ago, Snickers. Snickers made a protein Snickers bar. (laughs) I'm sorry, but this is what we do in America. We take junk food and we slap a different label on it and we make it known as healthy. 
Anybody going to a store and picking up a protein Snickers bar, please reevaluate. Unless you're just like, I really want a candy bar and I'm going to grab this protein Snickers, go for it. Again, I'm very against restriction. You can have that, but know that it is a candy bar, not a healthy protein bar. Please know the difference between those. So basically what I'm saying is that we tend to steer towards junk food way more than the health food. And again, the numbers in America show, the obesity rates, the diabetes rates, all of these things going on in America, it shows based on our diet. And there's actually somebody on Instagram that I have seen. I don't know if I follow this person and I will put it in the show notes if I ever figure out who it is because right now I could not tell you the name of it, but it's the person who takes junk food and creates a new label to market it so that it's healthy. He literally, and he just does it for fun. He's not actually out there doing this for companies to market for them. He's saying like, oh, let's take this Kit Kat bar and let's make it healthy. And he'll make a new label to promote a healthy Kit Kat bar. That's what companies do though. Anyway, I'm I am going on a tangent here, so I need to get back to the topic at hand. But just again, some things to think about. How we glorify junk food in America. It's crazy. But that leads me into, okay, so we are at a time where when we diet, we think it's bad or on not unhealthy. We do recognize that as dieting is, you know, trying to improve our health, but diet foods are what we're supposed to be having. And so that leads me into what can we do? How am I supposed to improve my nutrition habits when I've grown up and only been known to eat this kind of food? What what do we do? And so let's talk about dieting. There's two ways to use the term diet, first of all. Let's just disclose this. In a diet, aka trying to lose weight, is number one. You're in a diet. You're dieting down. You're trying to lose weight. The second way to use the term diet is like in your in your diet, what you're consuming. Your diet is made up of what you consume and your diet is more than nutrition. You know, it's what you watch on television, what you listen to on the radio, who you speak with in person. It's all those things. But in regards to this podcast, we're going to use the term diet, just nutrition based, but your diet being what you consume. And so I'm not talking about your actual diet here, but it should be made up of whole food sources, not quote unquote diet foods, just plain old whole foods. So I am, I want to challenge, like, I wish I could reach more people and like actually create this challenge, but take the term of diet foods away because diet foods are whole foods. Diet foods are what we're supposed to be having but we consider them diet foods because that's not what we're used to. And so I really would just love to challenge people to say, I'm eating well, I'm eating whole foods instead of saying, oh, I'm on a diet, I'm eating these diet foods. No, your diet foods are whole foods that you should be eating. But we grew up thinking that whole foods are, quote unquote, these diet foods. So now we associate a negative connotation to it. This, in turn, makes it harder to go on a diet 
because we're taught to dislike these foods or think that they're boring or think that they don't give us as much satisfaction. That is what we are taught. That is what we, especially younger kids now are growing up in this way. I don't think our parents or grandparents were taught this way because they didn't really have access to the junk food that we have now. So they were they were brought up in a different time. But me as a kid, junk food was on the rise. And definitely kids now, it is all over the place. You can't not see junk food and want it, or you can't not see an advertisement for junk food. It's all over the place. And so we grew up thinking that these quote-unquote diet foods are boring, are something that doesn't satisfy us. And we immediately then have this negative correlation to it. And that is where it becomes hard for people to go on an actual diet because they have restriction against having these quote-unquote diet foods or whole foods. They're resisting against it. They don't want it. It's not fun. It doesn't taste like the junk food. It's not as satisfying as the junk food. And so it makes it really hard. But have you ever thought about how if you consumed more whole foods naturally, you also would not have to diet as much. I think this is a really crazy concept too that I was thinking about when just thinking about you know this podcast episode is if you just consumed more whole foods on a regular basis without having to like force yourself, if you naturally just had more whole foods, you wouldn't have to go on a diet, at least not as much, not nearly as much because you're giving your body what it's supposed to have. And so it's working a lot better. It's functioning a lot better. You're not overeating in terms of calories because a lot of junk food is high calorie food too, where you're just, you're having a small bit of it. For example, Snickers bar, it's a very small thing. It's not really going to make you full, but it's high calorie. So if you have that all the time or foods like that, you can have a little bit amount for very high calorie. And so you're technically overeating. And so when you naturally eat whole foods, you're not naturally overeating because they're not super high in calorie, most of them. And like I said, they're giving you vitamins and minerals to help your body function optimally and helping with your hormonal health and your cortisol levels and your adrenals and your digestive health and gut health. It's helping with all of those instead of hurting it, which is what you're doing when you're having junk food. You're hurting your body's ability to function you're also over-consuming, overeating foods. Even if you're not having a lot of food, if you're having a lot of junk food, you're probably overeating because of the nutrient density or the calorie density in those foods. And so if you naturally chose whole foods in your diet, you would not have to go on a diet nearly as much, if at, at all. And so how do you start implementing more whole foods in your diet when you're so used to having more processed foods? I understand it's it's part of your habit. It's part of your routine. It's hard to break habits that you formed and catered to for a really long time. It's not easy to break those habits. I do understand that. But I want to go over how you can start implementing these things, how to make habit changes that are sustainable and something that you actually enjoy as well. Because let's be honest, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's hard for you to stick to even more. And so you're more likely to not stick with it if you don't enjoy it. But there has to be a line between enjoyment and what you actually need to be doing. Because if you're somebody who only has junk food or processed food, and then you try to eat more whole foods at the, at the beginning, 
most likely isn't going to be enjoyable because it's not giving you those flavors and tastes that you are so used to with the processed foods. But at the same time, there has to be a line drawn saying, I need to do this for my health. And eventually those healthy foods, those whole foods will become more enjoyable enjoyable because your body will adapt to that and get used to those foods. It's just like, for example, I used to hate olives. I did not like the taste of olives. Nope. I, if they were in front of me, I wouldn't touch them. Now I love olives. And you know what I did? I had olives more. I hated them and I wanted to like them. So I had them more. And eventually my body just started enjoying them, started really liking them. So that can go for pretty much any food that you have. If you don't like it, don't just knock it off and and not try it. Try to consume more of it and eventually you might end up liking it. Again, if you've done it for a while and you're like, no, I actually hate it, then maybe you actually don't like that food and that's totally okay. There's a million great foods out there for you to eat. So you don't have to always force yourself. But I'm talking about if you're going from having primarily processed junk food to trying to eat healthier, you might have to just quote unquote suffer. It's not really suffering, but quote unquote suffer through this more uh, not palatable, not tasteful, as tasty as junk food is food to end up liking it. But let's go through a couple things that you can do to help yourself have more whole foods in your diet. So number one is start slow. Don't try to go from zero to 100. Add in one thing, maybe two. You can you can go more than one thing, but do it slowly. If you completely go, okay, I have 80% junk food in my diet and now I'm going to have 80% whole foods, you're going to run into some issues. You're not going to like it. It's not going to be enjoyable at all. And again, I know that there has to be a line drawn because sometimes things aren't enjoyable, but you have to do it. Um, but it's really going to be a harder process. So I would start slowly. Add in a few things that you're like, okay, maybe I'll start adding some of this to my diet. Maybe that's, I don't know, for the sake of example, maybe that's more fruit. Maybe you're like, you know what, I'm going to start having berries. So maybe you start with strawberries and you just have that once every other day and eventually have it every day. And then you can add in more fruit and different kinds and varieties. But start slow. Don't just say, I'm going to totally exonate everything that I was taught and everything I ever did to start new. Habits take a little while to break and reform into new ones. And if you're just going from zero to 100, you're going to struggle in that area. So go slow. Start with something that you might kind of like, kind of enjoy. Add that in. Have it more frequently. And then add in something else that you might want to try or something that's new. So that would be my first tip. Don't go zero to 100. Start slow. Incorporate more things over time. And eventually you'll start to like those things more and more. My second tip would be train your taste buds. This goes back to my olive story. You prefer junk food because your body is used to junk food. It's used to having that junk food. So of course your body's going to gravitate towards that more than these healthy food options. And so you might not enjoy these healthy food options because again, junk food has chemicals and things added to make it really tasty, to make it addictive, to make it something that you always want to have. Or whole foods don't. By themselves, a lot of whole foods are bland and boring. And so you have to create recipes and add spices and add herbs to make them flavorful. And so 
your body's not going to be used to that. It's not going to want that naturally. But to train your taste buds, eventually you will get used to that and your body will be like, it's actually really wild when I have clients that are at the stage and they're trying to make more healthy conscious decisions and we add in more veggies, for example, and then they crave vegetables. Never in their wildest dreams do they think that they would ever crave vegetables. But once you start adding it in more and more and your body gets used to that, it's crazy the amount of time clients come to me and are like, I just want a salad. I just want vegetables. Like, I'm craving that. I really desire that now. So you can train your taste buds to enjoy healthy food. You just have to push through that maybe not so enjoyable moment or part of the process to get to that place. But train them. If you think you don't like something, try it a couple times. Keep having it and your body will eventually like it. So that's another thing is if you're so used to having junk food, it's going to take a little bit for you to actually enjoy whole foods, but do it more often. Train your taste buds to like it. Eventually you will crave those things. Number three is make things enjoyable. Make your meals fun and enjoyable. I went, I already said this going back to this now, but if you don't enjoy something, you're not going to stick with it. So it has to be enjoyable. So if you just simply take chicken breast out of the freezer or fridge and you put it in a pan with salt and pepper and you have that chicken breast, it's going to be bland as fuck. You're not going to like it. You're going to be like, this is shitty. I really don't want to have this bland chicken breast. I wouldn't even want that. And I love health foods. I thrive off of them. And I would not like a salt and pepper chicken breast just thrown on the stovetop and cooked. No, that's bland. That's really boring. That's not enjoyable at all. So make your meals fun. Don't just do bro meals either. The chicken broccoli rice. That's so boring. It does not have to be that way. You can make really creative salads. You can make awesome soups. Just the other day, I made a lasagna soup with kale in it and noodles and sausage. And it was so good. It was amazing. Actually, I need to make it again, but you can make really great meals that aren't bland and aren't boring, but they're made up of whole foods. So find those things. There's a million places you could go for recipes. Pinterest is my favorite. Although now I think Instagram and TikTok are taking over my recipe idea. Um, like where I get my recipe ideas from. I used to only go on Pinterest and just type in like, chicken dinners or whatever the heck, and I would come up with different recipes that I could make. Now, Instagram and TikTok are loaded with healthy recipes. Literally, you could put in any sort of food that you want. So let's say you do want to make chicken one night and you're like, I don't know what to make with this. I don't want it to be bland and boring. What do I do? You can literally put in Instagram or TikTok healthy chicken recipes and you would get an abundant amount. There are a million places you can go to look for healthy recipes. You can even search like five-minute recipes or quick recipes if you are short on time or just don't feel like cooking that day. There's so many that you can look up, but make it enjoyable. The more spice and herbs and flavor you add to your meals, the more you're going to enjoy them. And on the topic of enjoyable, you can take quote-unquote junk foods and make them healthy too. For example, brownies. Obviously not the greatest, but you can make them in a way that is made up of mostly whole foods and create this brownie that's actually really good, but healthier for you and has more whole foods in it. So your favorite foods too, find recipes to make them more healthy. That that one's a no-brainer. If you already enjoy the junk food version, try it in the healthy version. And I'm sure, you know, it's not going to taste exactly the same, won't lie to you, but it will help 
with the enjoyment of it. So that would be tip number three. And tip number four is tag along with a partner or a friend. It's hard to change habits on your own. Harder. Not impossible. Definitely not impossible, but it's harder. And it's more fun when you have somebody along doing it with you, whether that's a spouse, a sibling, a parent, a friend. Creating new habits together is helpful. Number one, you can bounce ideas off of each other. So maybe your friend made a soup recipe and they were like, this is amazing. You need to try it. Then you can try it. So you can bounce off ideas. You can talk about things when shit gets hard because it's not always easy when you're like, Jesus, this is this is not fun. This thing is really boring. I don't like it. And I'm trying to taste, train my taste buds to, for example, like olives. You can talk about that. You can gossip about it with your friend or spouse and be like, damn, this sucks. And they might have the same feeling and you can just, again, bounce off of each other. Um, that can also be harmful, I guess, if you're like really talking shit about the whole process. It can also discourage both of you. So be aware of that. But it is a lot easier to do something when you have somebody going through it with you. You can relate to them. You can bounce ideas off of them. You can just share the experience with somebody else. And it does make it a lot more enjoyable for you, a lot easier, especially if it's somebody that you're living with. Like I said, a spouse, a parent, a sibling. When you're living with that person, you guys can make meals together. So it's more socializing and interaction with that person. You can talk day after day about how you felt about something or ideas. So it is just a lot more enjoyable doing it with somebody. So grab somebody who maybe wants to improve their own habits, healthy habits, grab them, have them do it with you, but it is usually more enjoyable with somebody else. And all in all, let's just get back to our roots. Like I said at the beginning of this, you're so accustomed to this processed food, at least here in America. If you're listening from somewhere else, honestly, you probably have better eating habits than us in America. We probably have the poorest eating habits. But um, if you're from America especially, you're used to having processed junk food. And so it's not going to be easy to have health foods in the snap of a finger. It's not that easy, but it can happen and you can enjoy healthy foods and know that whole foods are not diet foods. They're foods that our body are made to have. You will feel more energized. You will have clearer skin. You will have a better mood higher libido, like all these great things come from eating whole foods. Nutrition is medicine. Food is medicine. They say that for a reason. They don't say junk food is medicine because junk food is what gives us the diseases. And so let's just get back to our roots of saying, you know what, this is not a diet food. This is a whole food. This is what I'm supposed to be having. And shift your focus from, damn, I hate eating healthy to this is what I'm meant to be doing. And you might have different opinions on this. And this is why at the very beginning I said I was nervous to talk about it because it might be controversial. But if you really, really think about it, odds are it's true. And you just have to open up and shift your focus to it a little bit more. But I hope that this was helpful for you. I know it's not easy to eat healthy naturally for everybody. And so I hope that these tips are something that you can start doing now. Start thinking about about doing, start implementing. And just kind of make changes slowly. Habit change takes a little bit of time. Be patient with yourself. But just start. Just start doing it. Use the tips that I had mentioned in this. Hopefully they're helpful for you. And let's get back to our roots. 
But that's my conversation for today. Health food is what we need to be eating. We need to save America. (laughs) I feel like I'm advocating for something. But in all seriousness, the illness rate in America, the obesity rate in America is very, very high. Let's try to lower that. And it starts with our decisions and our habits. So again, hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully it just kind of shifted your focus and made you think. I wanted this to be thought-provoking for you and just think deeply about your own habits and your nutrition and how you operate. But if you need any support with this too, I would be happy to talk through it with you and come up with different ideas and how we can slowly improve your own habits together. Feel free to DM me as always. That's it for today. I would love to know your thoughts on this. If you have any comments or thoughts about this topic as well, please reach out to me. Again, it's something that I've been thinking about for a very long time and I would love to have a conversation surrounding this. So if you want to leave a comment or message me directly to talk about it. I am all ears. I would love to dive in this with with you guys, but that is it. And I will see you guys next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Health Club with Julia podcast. If you love the episode, share the podcast and tag me and subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM. Thanks for being a part of the club. See you next time.